0: Turn it off now, you need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network.
1: All right, live from Las Vegas, it's the Mark Cutler Show. Now, eating his way across the USA,
2: more Cutler. Oh man, I was I was in Oceanside California last week and um, they had a wheel me out of there with a wheelbarrow.
1: Wow, that's not a surprise. You eat a lot of food, man. <laughs> I, I need to hang out with you one of these days. Let's take a road trip. <laughs> you know, take take a vacation. I haven't had one in about five years in the radio station. And just go on a road trip with Marv Cutler and document it on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> that sounds like a good time to me.
0: Well, I
2: got a lot of food to talk about, but right now I want to talk about some music. So, um, if you're living in Las Vegas or you're um, visiting Vegas, um, you got to check out the Las Vegas Philharmonic. It's a great orchestra. They play at the wonderful Smith Center in, um, in Las Vegas. And this past uh, Saturday, the Philharmonic featured Copeland in Mexico, Cabrera conducting Copeland and Rivueltas. And uh, this was some terrific music by, of course, the great composer Aaron Copeland and the Mexican composer Silvestre Rivueltas. Um, it, it was a very interesting uh, show. It was, a, it was a great music and, along with a multimedia show, and they showed a lot of very interesting things, um, about um, the, the Mexican music and the Mexican heritage. And also, um, it featured um, Joseph Horowitz uh, narrating the whole the whole uh, program. It was just wonderful. And one of the uh, features of the, um, the concert was um, a film from 1935, Redis. It's, um, it's a film with cinematography by Paul Strand and music by Sylvester Eltis with live orchestra. So what they did was they showed this uh, they showed this film. They showed the first half during the first half of the show and the second half in the, after intermission, the second half of the show. And um, it was um, all in Spanish. It was a black-and-white film, uh, 1935. And um, it was called Redis about the, uh, the fishing nets. And it was with a live orchestra, so all the music was live. Uh, it was really, really a wonderful performance, wonderful concert. Uh, I can't say enough about it. Um, uh, the interest, the only problem I found with it was the um, the black and white film was very white, you know, white shirts, everything, white back, a lot of white background. And some of the uh, subtitles were a little difficult to read, but you could still read it and get the uh, drift of what's going on. It was an uh, interesting film, along with some great music, so... Um, if you're looking to listen to some great music, you got to check out the uh, Las Vegas Philharmonic. If you live here in town, or if you're um, uh, traveling um, uh, into into Las Vegas, also uh, coming up um, on December second, um, uh, the Las Vegas Philharmonic will be doing their um, holiday concerts. Now, also at the Smith Center, there's a there's a room called the. Uh, um, Myron's Cabaret Jazz, and Myron's Cabaret Jazz, this weekend, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, Friday and Saturday, let me get this right, Friday and Saturday, be featuring um, the Doo-Wop Hall of Fame in America, featuring some very interesting personalities, like Pete Hernandez of the Love Notes was actually the dad of Bruno Mars, and also um, Billy Davis, who was with the original uh, group, the uh, Midnighters, and you've been listening to my show for years. You know, one of my trivia questions is who was the original originator of the twist that everybody thinks was Chubby Checker, but it really wasn't. It was Hank Bell and the Midnighters and Billy Davis wrote uh, the twist. So uh, Billy Davis will be there. Also Ron McFadder the son of the great Clyde McFadder, who had the greatest drifters group, Clyde McFadder and the drifters. That was the best drifters group of all time. And, um, Ron McFadden was the son, and you know I don't know how factual this is, but um, my spies tell me his mother was the was the great Ruth Brown. So that's what my spies tell me. Also, in the uh, in the show, the Ernie Valance was the cousin of Mickey Valence of La Bamba fame. So that's a do-up Hall of Fame in America concert on. Friday, and Saturday evening. Um, also coming up December 1st and 2nd, at Myers, uh, Myron's uh, Cabaret Jazz is a great percussionist, Latin percussionist, Pancho Sanchez. So that's December 1st and 2nd, Friday and Saturday, at Myron's Cabaret Jazz. Myron's Cabaret Jazz is a great intimate room, and there's great music in there. And um, uh, whether you're going for doo-wop or you want to hear some great Latin uh custom Music, Poncho Sanchez. Uh, there's, there's some really great shows going on over there. Now, um, now for the eating part of the show. I hope you're not hungry, Pete. Uh, I am kind of. <laughs> oh well. Uh, <laughs> I started out. I was in. I was staying in Oceanside, uh, California, and I started out at a restaurant called LTH Kitchen. Uh, LTH stands for local tap house. The local tap house and kitchen, but they call it LTH. And they're, they're very interesting. They have uh, uh, interesting draft cocktails like uh, I had a Kettle One Mule, which is Kettle One Vodka, Pop Hat, Organic Ginger Beer, blended and kegged in the house. And finished with mint and topped with the store of bitters. Oh, for um, very interesting um, uh, appetizer: I had the chef's-inspired hummus and crispy pesto chickpeas with non-bread, roasted garlic, feta, and cucumbers. Oh, man, what a what a wonderful hummus dish. And uh, for my main course, the um, pistachio-crusted sliced salmon with celery, root mash, Brussels sprouts, candied pistachios, and pomegranate molasses glaze. It's a wonderful restaurant, um, uh, and you know it's, it's like a sports bar too. You can go there and you can watch uh, uh, your favorite game. And um,
1: now you're speaking you can, my language.
2: Right. They have indoor, indoor and outdoor seating, and um, it's a, a terrific little restaurant. I, I'm, I'm, I think it may, they may make the, um, may make that uh, top five day coming up in uh, January, like I do every year. The LTH local tap house. And kitchen in Oceanside, California. Now let me tell you about a fun restaurant. It's the one oh one cafe on the in Oceanside. And the one oh one cafe is uh been around since nineteen twenty eight. And um they serve breakfast all day at the one oh one Cafe. actually they close about two o'clock um every day except except the weekends. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, and they have some some you know interesting food, mostly food that you would uh, get you would enjoy back in the forties, fifties, and sixties. Um, so um, I went there. They have some of these old jukeboxes on the wall. Uh, they don't work, but they're there. You know, it's like it's a real fifties, forties, fifties of place, and they have uh, some really nice. Um, uh, dinners And I had um, uh, a nice uh, dinner salad, um, followed by chicken fried steak with country gravy for all seasons. Oh. And, uh, and the flavor you'll find in the South. And I know you know that, Pete, because you're in the South, right?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. And you're just, again, speaking my language. I mean, country gravy with country fried steak. Oh, so uh,
2: chicken fried steak.
1: Chicken fried steak, even better. <laughs>
2: What do you what we talked it off with? A hand-scooped banana milkshake. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> A real milkshake like the old days was unbelievable. Fabulous, fabulous milkshake. I couldn't get over it, but that chicken-fried steak and the, and, the, uh, and the milkshake, I mean, you can't do much better than that, I don't think.
1: You really can't.
2: <laughs> but, I'm gonna do better right now. I'm gonna tell you about one of the finest restaurants in the whole country. I um, I've been because uh, this restaurant has about five locations in the San Diego area, and they um, have um, uh, it's an Italian restaurant called Vigalucci's. Vigalucci's, and uh, they have elegant restaurant. They have a classic restaurant. They have an original, and they have um, A a fresh uh, seafood and steakhouse, and now they have um, a gourmet market uh, in downtown Carlsbad on State Street, right next to their their classic um, classic restaurant, Cortina Italiana, and um, this this place is unbelievable. This is one of the finest restaurants in the whole country. I, you know, I talk about Italian food a lot. Uh, back in Boston and, and, and New York, but um, and very difficult to find good Italian restaurants anywhere else in the country. But this this restaurant really, really, really tops it. And uh, I'll tell you, I I really enjoyed myself there. I had this wonderful uh, uh, lentil soup followed by eggplant parmesan. Now the eggplant's not fried like a lot of most places do; that they didn't fry the eggplant. It's a big eggplant big with a marinara sauce, and it comes with a side of uh, veggies and a, and a side of um, pasta a oil. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, is uh, is an incredible place, and um, uh, the cannolis for dessert, they're, they're little cannolis, but they give you a, like three of them in a plate, and uh, the cannolis are really, really, really delicious. And the bread they serve on the table, Oh, as they say in Chinese, Molto Verne. um, on State Street in Carlsbad, and right next door is their Gourmet Market. you got to check this out if you're traveling through North County of um, California, uh, San Diego, actually. Uh, tomorrow, the INFR, the Indian National Finals Rodeo, opens up at the South Point here in Las Vegas. Um, if you like rodeo, uh, this is a fun rodeo. It's, um, it's all Indian, Native American, and it's a it's a terrific rodeo. I'm there every year. Uh, so we'll check that out tomorrow. That opens tomorrow. Uh, while I was in Oceanside, went to a restaurant that I've been to several times and that I, I usually like. Uh, but all I'm going to tell you this time is um, I enjoyed the um, chicken tortilla soup. That's about as far as I'm going to go with this. And that's uh, the Outback Steakhouse in Oceanside. Um, By the way, if um, if we're at Bigliucci's and you you go across the street, there's um, Humble Olive Oils. um, Humble Olive Oils uh, on State Street in Carlsbad. Uh, If you like olive oil and um, balsamic vinegars, this is a wonderful place. I I check out um, olive oil shops around the country whenever I'm traveling, and this is a nice place. gentleman that owns it, Zach, terrific guy, and uh, if you want to have him ship olive oils or balsamic vinegars to you, uh, you can go to his website, it's humbleoliveoils.com, that's com, and uh, check out uh, the website, terrific place, and if you're in, in Oceanside, California, or Carlsbad, actually, in Carlsbad, uh, check out um, Humble Olive Oils. Now, let me tell you about the North Coast Rep. The North Coast Rep is uh, in Solana Beach, California. And um, it's um, one of my favorite theaters, uh, uh, local theaters that I like to go to uh, when I'm I'm in the area. And they had a terrific, have a terrific production that's going on right now. And it's playing right now through November 12th. It's John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men, with a wonderful... Um, Ensemble cast, uh, local guys, young ladies, and uh, it's uh, a terrific, terrific um, playhouse. I, I, I really like I said, I really enjoy going there when I'm when I'm in the area. So uh, check out um, the North Coast Rep, and if you're there this time of year, check out uh, John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men, and it's playing through till the 12th of this month. Masters. Master's Kitchen. Uh, I I I went to Master's Kitchen when they when they first opened about three years ago. They're in Oceanside. That's a really nice restaurant. Um, really um, really good food. And a, a couple of problems I, I, I found. First, on the table, the food. The food was really good. I had um, a hummus. plate. hummus is really big out in Oceanside. I had a hummus platter uh, with some carrot hummus, which is really different. And I had uh, and and then, and then I had um, um, a a seared ahi tuna that was absolutely delightful, but a couple of problems I found there at uh, Master's Kitchen. I want to mention Master's Kitchen is in a, an old building. Uh, there used to be an automotive uh, parts kind of a mechanical place, and and it's, it still has that old um, factory type look in there. And like I said, it's really nice. Uh, they did a nice job with it. The food really good. Couple of problems. So, um, the first one in there was about three years ago when they first opened. It, it's, it has some sort of a paint smell, I guess, from the, the work they did there, and they it still has a little scent of that uh, that paint smell. The other the other problem I have is they let you bring dogs in there, and I, I don't have any problem against dogs, but um, um, these these dogs are coming in with the with the patrons, and uh, the servers are going over patting the dogs and then serving food and I, I just have a have a problem with that. Anyway, uh, the food is really good. Uh, the service is good, and uh, it's Master's Kitchen and Cocktail in Oceanside, California. I was at the Museum of Art in Oceanside on uh, on a Saturday night. They had art um, right after dark. It was a wonderful art exhibit. A very interesting artwork. It was a Halloween party and a Day of the Dead party. Oh man, that was really exciting it was really a fun evening uh, caricature done of me and a lot of people um, a lot of people in costume and you know speaking of people in costume I didn't go in costume but while I was when I went there I went with a with a t-shirt that I got a couple of nights before at Sport rock who's um at the sunset market on Thursday night at the street fair in Oceanside uh, if you're in Oceanside you got to check out the street the open, They're there every Thursday night, and right near the beginning of the street is um, Sport Rock and uh, my buddy Andy over there. Um, he has these great T-shirts, and um, you got to see this T-shirt, The Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. I I had this. I got this this Grateful Dead T-shirt that was spectacular. I got it from Sport Rock. Um, you can check them out too on their website sportrock.org. It's sportrock.org that's sportrock.org and check out the uh, the great t shirts they have. Um and uh, they're they nice people. Andy's a good guy and his buddy, partner the Bob, good people. So um check out Sport Rock and but the Museum of Art they put on a terrific um terrific function for Ideaf after dock and uh, if you're in the uh, Oceanside area, check out the Museum of Art and Oceanside the beautiful museum, um I've been there before. I went to a jazz concert there a couple of years ago, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. Do we have? Um,
1: we do. Kanan, or... We have him on
2: the line. All right. Yeah. Yes, yes. How are you, you
3: Keenan? I'm great. How about you?
2: I'm I'm dreaming rich. <laughs> Thank you Joe. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell my listeners about, about Keenan. Keenan. Um, is a, a terrific guy. He has a clothing company called Dream Rich Clothing, and um, and and, it's, and he has a question on the back of his card says, "Do you dream rich?" And that's what I do—is I dream rich. And you know, I was wearing um, um, last night. I was, was it last night. Yeah, last, well, Saturday I I went to the uh, concert night. I was wearing my my uh, Make America Saucy again uh, uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> I got really a lot of compliments. So, so Keenan, tell me, tell us yeah. about your company and how you got started and where you got the idea from and why you call it Dream Rich.
3: Well, pretty much I call it Dream Rich because it's, it's motivation. It helps people believe in their dreams. It's like A lot of people think it's about money, but money is just, it burns, it goes away, but your dreams, it stays with you. So, I mean, as a kid, I always had a dream to have a have a clothing line. I remember what my mother told me before, like, what you want to do when you grow up? She said, I, and I told her, I want a warehouse. Never knew what I wanted in the warehouse, but I said I want a warehouse. And now I see what I want, and that's Dream Rich. It's all about believing in, in your goals and achieving your goals. That's what Dream Rich is all about. So did you
2: design uh, these, these clothing, these sweatshirt ideas and the caps? Are these all your own ideas? Oh yeah, just
3: all all my ideas. Yes, it's yeah, just like um, make America saucy again. It's just a, a fun idea of making America great, but in in a, in a younger generation mindset because the older generation doesn't get how the younger generation thinks. So when I, when I say make America saucy again, is make America great, but in our in our eyes. What do we see great? Great well,
2: is... I love it because I can work to, when I go out to a restaurant and review a restaurant and the and the sweatshirt says, Make America Saucy Again, it's <laughs> yeah. a great yeah. touch, you know?
3: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Now, the, you got another one that I really like. It's um, it's the face of the culture. Where, where did that idea come from?
3: What if the face of a culture is us? Just us as a people. Like we are the face of the culture and the culture is United States. And that's what it really represents us, the culture. uh uh-huh. So all
2: these all these uh designs on your on your um, shirts and your caps um are all your ideas, is that correct?
3: All my ideas, every last one. Yes. And
2: and how long have you been doing this,
3: uh? Even? I've been doing this close to two years now. Yeah, yeah close to two years, and it's definitely a roller coaster. But it's a roller coaster that I'm I'm loved to be on. I love to be on. So it's fine with me.
2: You're doing a great job. You know, I I, I love I love your I love your clothes. I love your sports. They really, really, they're comfortable. They, they they feel good when you wear them. You know, and 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 they're really comfortable. I'm really really enjoying them. <laughs> But I'm especially enjoying those, those the, you know, that saucy. <laughs> I, yeah, I
3: love American make, make saucy again. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I don't know, but uh, you know, I sent you a picture of me wearing face of the culture on the beach yeah. in Ocean Side. So I don't, I don't know what you're gonna do with it. You can't advertise. It, it, you can't advertise unless you pay me eight million dollars. You know. <laughs> I got
3: you. Right? No problem. <laughs>
2: But but it, it looked great on the beach, you know? and uh,
3: Yeah. It looked yeah. great on you. Yeah, when you see me, yeah. It looked great on you.
2: Yeah. And even though I eat my way across the country, I'm not as big as people might think I am, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> so so t- tell us about your website and and, and so how my listeners can uh, go to your website and check out what you have.
0: Yeah,
3: my website is dreamrichclothing and you can. I actually have some more ideas. I'm coming up with. It's more. It's, it's not just a design. It's ideas. It's thoughts of uh, probably people. The way people think. So it's dreamrichclothing.com. I'm coming up with more ideas. Uh
2: huh. Now, I, 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 I think um, most of your, I think your clothing is made in the USA. Am I, am I right in saying that?
3: Oh of course it's made in the USc
2: yes it's, that's, the that's great. You know, great. it's great to have a young guy like you and 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 have and having your uh, your products made in the usa that's that's terrific i'm really I really get a hand it to you for doing that so that's um
4: yeah that's that's a great
2: idea and and I know it's hard because um you're making a go of it you're keeping a day job and uh you produce these products and you're doing really great work so um give us the website again.
3: Is dreamersclothing.com
2: okay, and um, and my listeners can go to your website. They can check out what you have. They can order off the website, and um, correct uh, they can um, uh, find some really great sweat. But the the I really like the saucy one.
3: Thank you, <laughs> and, and not
2: because <laughs> it's the least, and not because it's the least expensive one. I just I just like it. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, like I said, I went to the film the other night wearing that, and yeah. I got rave I got rave reviews. I mean, I had to give people your your website though. So <laughs> yeah,
3: thank you. I'm, I'm still I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still I'm still learning. I will definitely I definitely get better in time. That's right, okay. right. now, I'm definitely I'm getting getting better.
2: You know, that's good. You're doing a great job, and I'm I'm really proud to to know you, and uh, you're a great guy, and. Um, uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show and talking about dream rich clothing. And I want to have you back again someday when you have, when your line gets bigger and you're a
3: big executive. I would love it. I would love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks Keenan. Thank you. So
2: that was uh, Keenan. Uh, a dream rich clothing. Yeah, this clothing is really great. And, um, uh, I, I, I love the, uh, like I said, I love the sweatshirt and, um, uh, especially make America Sausage. again. It's a beauty, <laughs> and it's it's perfect for me. Especially when I, you know, when I'm doing a restaurant, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's really really nice. You know, i i, I didn't give I didn't give uh, Pete any list of music to play, but you know, we were talking about that do-up uh, show, and uh, Ron McFadden. Well, I want to play something by by Clyde McFadder's Drifters, and I'm going to talk slowly so Pete can find us. And this was a tune that was banned in Boston in 1954. So, um, you know, if you know if it's banned in Boston, it's got to be good. So uh, this was uh, by Clyde McFadder's Drifters. It's called Honey Love, and I will talk slowly as uh, as Pete comes up with Honey Love by Clyde McFadder and the Drifters.
1: Is that Honey Love?
2: Honey Love. <laughs> Tiny Love. Oh, okay. I need it. <laughs> this is Ron's dad, Clyde McFadden, the great Clyde McFadden with the greatest drifters.
1: Yeah, I'm not finding in here, buddy. Uh You know
2: finding honey love by the drift Clyde McFadder and the Drifters? Hold on a sec here. Hold on. Ron, <laughs> why are you looking for that? Let me talk about um something else I discovered uh while I was in um, in Oceanside, I was at the farmer's market. I met a gentleman uh, with a company called Kelly's Croutons. Kelly's Croutons. Try to eat just one. Real cheesy garlic croutons, cheesy palm, uh, chipotle cheesy palm, uh, lemon pepper palm. Uh, you need a crouton fix, order online. You receive 10% off by mentioning promo code Vigilife. It's a crunchable vegan delight vegan delight for soup, salads, and more at Kelly's Croutons. Dot com That's Kelly's Crew And hopefully, we got Clyde McFadder and the Drifters and Honey Love. Let
5: me know. I, need it I need it when the moon is bright. I need it I need when it. you hold me tight. I need it I need in it. the middle of the night. I need your Honey Love. I want it I want when it. the light's are low. I want it I want just it. before you go. I want it I want. because I love you so. Have a little mess and give some honey, honey love. love. Now, throw your arms around me. Pretend that you're a loving dove. Now you squeeze, 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 squeeze. squeeze. That's the honey love. Boom. I'm gonna get it yeah. in the morning sun. I'm gonna get it yeah. when the day is done. I'm gonna get it because yeah. it's so much fun. I'm gonna get me some Honey love, yes, I love it, I love cause it feels so fine. I love it, I love yes, it thrills my spine. I love it, I love cause you're mine, oh mine. I love you, handy love, lend me, lend me, lend me, lend me love, lend me, lend me, lend me, love, me, lend me, lend me, lend me, lend me, lend
2: Well, that, that was banned in Boston, so in nineteen fifty four, so I want you to be aware of that. That's
1: <laughs> Banned in Boston. Why? Was that yeah. too
2: risque back then? It was it was really risque, as a matter of fact. Wow. Um, that little that little thing that the background the group does um uh, lay me love, that's the, the, the part of the the, the cause it to uh to be um banned. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and uh, you, know, um, you know, I you know I got a little more time than I thought I would have, so um, uh, I'm going to talk. Uh, I got a few more things to talk about, but while I'm talking about it, you can um, look for Fats domino and walking to New Orleans. And um, let me tell you about um, distinctive jewelry. Distinctive jewelry is um is a is at a, a place called uh, Seaside Bazaar that opens Saturday and Sunday. And in Sanitas, California, and um, they have vintage and now um, artifacts, collectibles gathered from around the world. Um, Laurie goes around the world finding all, finding all these interesting pieces, and she's at the Seaside Bazaar every Saturday and Sunday. And it's an outdoor market, it's a, a nice little market. I've been going there for years, and I've been finding a lot of nice things over there at the Seaside Market, but I really like um, the things that. Um, uh, Laurie has a new company called Distinctive Jewelry at Seaside Market in, in Sanitas, California. Now, I wanna, I wanna make, um, I'm going to make Lola proud of me. Um, while I was in Carlsbad, um, Lola, I, was, uh, I picked up a Blackthorn Shillelagh. So I, have a, I now have a shillelagh, and I got it in a wonderful store, and the store is called All-Ireland. And it's on Grand Avenue in Carlsbad, downtown. They have jewelry and gifts from Ireland. It's a wonderful place. They got wonderful, wonderful products. And uh, Tony Cross was the proprietor. He's a really nice man. If you if you're in, when you're in Carlsbad and you're going to the great restaurants like uh, Luccis and, uh, and the humble olive oil, you can check out Old Ireland because they're right around the corner. And um, you can find these great shillelaghs. Blackthorn Shillelaghs and Blackthorn Walking Sticks. Um, I, On Wednesday, last Wednesday, um, I was with a surf meets the turf. I was at Del Mar Racetrack, opening day uh, for the Bing Crosby season. They called it the Bing Crosby season because actually, uh, actually the bingo, um, the bingo, whatever they call them, uh, was the founder of uh, a Del Mar track, one of the founders. And um, uh, they have this season that opens in November. It's called the uh, Bing Crosby season. And um, what a beautiful racetrack. I, I, you know, I, I enjoy watching uh, the, the thoroughbreds uh, running around. And uh, this is a really, really, really beautiful racetrack. And um, I, I love it there. I, I wanted to review some of the food, but, you know, and the food is... It's good, but I can't say too much about it because I don't understand why, but I, I went, I ate in one of the dining rooms and I ate one of like the, the stairs there. And cause I was there all day. And, um, and we had a very limited menu. Um, it, this is, um, a big weekend, the opening day. Um, uh, it was the breeders cup, uh, weekend this uh, Friday and Saturday and uh, Sunday. And, um, uh, people from all over the world, um, uh, people with a lot of money, were coming in, and, and they had a very limited menu. Uh, the appetizers were like fish tacos, a uh, Reuben sandwich, uh, a crab salad. Um, it's, it's, and, they, and I talked about, it, and I, they said every restaurant in the in the track at the track is serving that limited menu for for the Breeders' Cup, which didn't make much sense to me. I did have the fish tacos, and they were they were good. But uh, you know, I, I expected uh, a little bit different um, uh, different menu. Um, late in the day, uh, around the um, eighth race, I went over to Hamburg Center. Terrific hamburger with the onion rings. I was really, I really enjoyed. Um then the food, like I said, the food is good, but it's not what I expected. And I guess they have a better menu when um, when you're um, when you're there um, after the after the Breeders' Cup. I don't know. Sun's is a metaphysical perfumery that uses scent to create atmosphere through intention. The oils are more than just beautiful and enticing aromas. Their blends are based on the time honored traditions that consider the energetic signature of the elements used to create the formula, such as ribs, flowers, or stones. Uh, this is a nice company. They have wonderful uh, um, uh, oils. They have uh, nice products uh, to go along with the oils. They have uh, lockets and... And bracelets and um, all kinds of terrific things. So, I check out um, Sunzi. They're a nice company, nice people. And if you want to check them out, uh, they're in they're in Florida, Geneva, Florida. And you can go to. Um, um, I think I, I don't. Uh, their phone number is eight hundred seven eight six seven three nine three. That's eight hundred seven eight six seven three nine three. I'm trying to check out to see if they have a website. And um, that's, that's That makes sense. Sensai.com. Check out their products. They have really, really, really terrific products. Let me tell you about um, uh, Cozy. Uh, Cozy is, a, is, a, is a developed by a, was not developed by a team of doctors scientists, but rather by a group of people who genuinely appreciate the need for comfort, care, and relaxation in the modern world. Um, they have a wonderful neck and shoulder energy activated within the walls of the fabled cozy ancient temple of healing um and uh in aragon and uh if you want if you if palm through the shoulder and neck i just want to feel good all around you gotta check out the neck and shoulder energy activated cozy and you can check out all, all the cozy uh, cozy products by the way you can use the neck and shoulder um with heat or with cold in the microwave or in the freezer and um, uh, everything with cozy, all the cozy products are, are, are relaxing, and they get wonderful seeds and herbs in, in their products. So check them out at cozyzones.com. That's k o z i z o n e s, cozyzones.com, and, and or you can go to the ancient
4: temple in
2: Aragorn. Here's Fats Domino, the late great. We just watched him recently, and I, I want to pay tribute to the, to the, to the fat man. May hey, rest in peace. Here's the fat man walking, Antoine Fats Domino, and walking to New Orleans.
0: This time I'm walking to New Orleans.
2: Rest well, in peace, Antoine. Great, great performer. So, Pete, I got some things here in sports I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, I think that was the theme song of the Bucks yesterday because they were walking in New Orleans, sleep walking <laughs> in New Orleans.
2: Speaking of Bucks, yeah. I, want to talk about, I want to talk about Joe Buck, the guy that makes the big bucks. As as a sports or whatever he, they, he calls himself, off
1: his father's name. Yes, I know what you're talking
2: about. And I have I didn't. I didn't watch all the playoff games or all the World Series, but I had to be watching uh, the seventh game of the ALCS. Really? When when the Astros uh, uh, knocked out the Devils. You know <laughs> the and, Devils. Uh, and and I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Joe Buck that said that could have been Smoltzy, but I, I thought I think it was Joe Buck that said it. And he's the guy that makes the big bucks. And this was pretty stupid, as, as far as I'm concerned. He said that if, if, if there wasn't a Verlander, we wouldn't be in Game Seven. Well,
1: I mean, he did pitch well in that series. I mean, it...
2: but, but that's not what I'm saying. I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking Verlander. Verlander was great. I'm not talking knocking that. What I'm saying is, how could he say something that stupid? I mean, what if somebody else pitched and they still won the game? That's true. He said if there wasn't a Verlander, that it wouldn't be a game seven. Like the Yankees would have won it on, in, the, in game six automatically.
1: No, that's 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 stupid.
2: Yeah, that is that was really stupid.
1: That's assuming. That's assumption right there.
2: Yeah, it and gets you in big you know, trouble. Stupid. is the guy that makes the big bucks, you know? And um anyway, uh you know. um another thing I want to talk about is uh Amanda belongs in jail. And that would be LeBron James. Uh oh. Uh you know where I'm going with this, I think. There's there's no doubt in my mind, and nobody else is talking about this, I don't think. Um, probably not even on your show. But there's not much doubt in my mind. I've, I've looked at it several times. And he took out Gordon Haywood.
1: Well, you, you could definitely make the case that it was definitely a hard foul. Um, that's basketball these days. And, and that guy's the biggest bully on the block. I would just be curious to see what he would do in the 90s when the NBA was more physical.
4: You know,
2: the, the... That was a criminal to me, that was a criminal offense. And and I want to tell you some of the reasons why I think that too, besides seeing it actually happen in the first six minutes of the season. Ugh. Um first of all, the Cavaliers wanted Haywood for starters, and 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 he went to the Celtics. Then Kyrie decided to leave and he went to the Celtics. LeBron is used to getting his own way, which I think I, I can't believe. I can't believe any owner of any team or any coach of any team would actually fall to the demands of LeBron James.
1: Well, if you don't, Marv, you know you're going to be fired. I mean, look at all the coaches that have coached the Cavs. Look at the David Blatt, his first year. He was fired.
2: Right. Because, why was he fired? Because of... Um, because of LeBron James.
1: Right. So that's why the coaches are, are doing what they need to do, so they can keep their job. Because if you disobey... What about,
2: what about the owner of the Cavaliers?
1: What about the owner of the Cavs? I
2: mean, is he that weak? Yes.
1: <laughs> of course he's weak. He bowed down to LeBron to get him back again. Yeah,
4: well... And look, you
1: know, how he, look how he was vilified for saying the things he said about LeBron James, how they would have a championship oh, my God, look how he treated LeBron James. Yeah, well. The narrative these days in the media is that LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. That's what they have to have, which is ridiculous. But they continue right. to but, put that out there.
2: And I can name two players right off the bat that, that would negate that whole sentence. I can name one. I uh, Well, you're going to name Michael Jordan, right? Correct. And I'm going to name Michael Jordan and Bill Russell.
1: I have no argument with that at all. None. Uh, Because at least you could say Bill Russell's got, what, 11 championships? Right. One one of the most dominating players of his generation? Absolutely. You've got Michael Jordan, who was one of the dominating players in his generation, transcended basketball in general. Right. Did some things that will never, ever be done before, ever. Walked away from the game. You want to know what true greatness is? Look at Michael Jordan. Walks away from a year, comes back. It's like he never left. All right. Although That's they did lose to the magic. He still was was dominating. It's almost like Muhammad Ali. All right. A class guy. This
2: guy this guy to me has no class.
1: Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't have any class. And when people talk about his legacy, they always fail to realize that or or fail to mention. That's the better word. Well, yeah. He he didn't play around anybody. Well, really, he joined somebody else's team. Right. Then he went to another team that had superstars. Right. I, I can't respect that, man. I mean, right. congratulations, you won a championship for Cleveland. Great. Go away. And
2: look how he went. And look how he he went to these other teams. Look what he did. Um, and uh, how he made his announcement.
1: Yes, ridiculous. And he's going to do it next year when he goes to the L.A. Lakers. Watch. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. And he'll get a pass. You know why? Because the media is stupid. That's why. Right. Right. Not not me and, and you, Marv, but the other people.
2: But what I'm saying is, if you look at that that incident, he definitely took out Gordon Hayward.
1: Yeah, it and, certainly and looked like it was a hard foul. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: And and and, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm, I'm 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 a little afraid for Gordon because it could it could it, they say he's over the season, but. That looked like
1: um, a career ending injury. Well, it could be. I mean, you look at the way his his foot was turned, I mean that was just scary. That's horrific. So who knows if he ever comes back. Hopefully he does, but the right. human body's not supposed to twist like that ever. That's right, a scary right. injury. When you have players that you know, looking the other way and praying, then you know how bad it is. That's awful. Right. Awful injury.
2: Right. Well, in my opinion, I think he should be in jail. But I don't want to talk about him anymore. He's just giving him more publicity. Um, last year, last season, beginning of last season, I don't remember if I told you or if I mentioned on the show, but I was saying that Brissette was the future of the Patriots. Jacoby Brissett. Okay. And um, this year, I said it again. And what did the Patriots do? They traded Jacoby Brissett
1: and Garoppolo for second-round pick.
2: Right. I mean, I don't understand this. Do you get that? I I don't understand it. I I, I don't understand it. I I think he's. Um, I think uh, uh, Tom is pulling some lebron tactics because uh i think he probably demanded it because because i was i was predicting that uh, that uh, that tom would um would be all done after this year you know not all done but maybe go to another team or something so garoppolo could could play you know
1: i think it's um, i think it's a case marv that Bill Belichick has basically said, you know what? I'm going down with the ship. I'm going down with Tom Brady. He's the guy. He's the captain. I think after this, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are going to go off into the sunset together or, you know, if you will, there's a lot of people out there who think they're going to go off into the dark side, which they've already been. Um, But (laughs) I think they're both going to go off together and the Patriots are going to have to start over again because with this move, unless they know something, which, look, if you look at the draft coming up in 2018, there's going to be about five or six quarterbacks that are going to go in the first couple of rounds. Right. Maybe they have their eye on somebody that they thought was better than Brissett and Garoppolo combined. You never oh, know. I Belichick
2: think, is the evil I, genius.
1: I mean, is
2: I, I think Brissette I think Brissett is going to be. One of the great quarterbacks, not maybe not one of the greatest,
1: but one of the great quarterbacks. Well, I, I don't, I think he's going to be a backup quarterback if he's on the Colts because you look at the money that was invested in Andrew Luck, even though he's not going to play. Right,
2: right. Going to, he's going to have to. Get a, he's going to. They're going to have to trade him to, to a team to make him a starting quarterback. Absolutely.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. He may be. I mean, he's got all the tools. I mean, he's he's got the the leadership qualities. he has got the arm. He's got the mobility. Just needs a chance. Needed right. a chance at Florida, and didn't get it. Had to go to North Carolina State in order to get it, and was productive. Right. So,
2: kids right. never hey, gotten a chance. Those, what's going on with those Florida teams?
1: They're horrible, man. It's it's like a it's like a dumpster dive down here. It's a dumpster fire. It's it's hot garbage. I mean,
2: Florida State, uh,
1: garbage. University of
2: Florida, garbage. There's <laughs> this only really one good thing. My my team is is winning.
1: And who's your team? you and Miami. Oh my gosh. You
2: you're Well, look.
1: Hey, they got Yeah, I know and there's another guy in the studio this this the it's uh you're doing the uh, whole you thing. It's good for college football to have the Miami Hurricanes back. And you know what it started with? It started with the hiring of Mark Rick. You know, you get uh-huh. a guy like Mark Rick, offensive coordinator for the Florida State Seminoles, just saying. Coach for Georgia a lot of the perception was when he gets to the big game, he can't get past it. We'll see. But right now, he's got the Miami Hurricanes in the driver's seat in the ACC. He's got the Miami Hurricanes in the driver's seat for the playoff. All they got to do is continue to win. And all Rick has to do is continue to recruit. And the difference with the Miami Hurricanes and the Florida Gators and the Florida State Seminoles is that they got one position that the Seminoles and the Gators lack. It's easy. It's easy. It's football one oh one. It's quarterback. If you Absolutely. don't if you don't have a quarterback in college football and pee wee football and NFL football, you've got no chance. That's why the Absolutely. hurricanes are doing well right now.
2: Absolutely. And the and and you know, uh my two college teams are Boston College and, 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 and the U. So
1: Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: And, and even Boston College is starting to look good.
1: Well, yeah, they beat Florida State on, uh, I believe it was Friday night. I think Florida State decided to, uh, I think they lost what 35-3. to 3, And Dylan, the running back, ran for about 147 yards. Right. And they got right. a kid that's probably going to go top five as a defensive end in Landry.
5: Uh uh-huh. So right.
1: we're, we're going to have to keep an eye on him because the Buccaneers will probably be drafting in that position. And this will be one of the kids they take a look at because he can rush the passer. And the Bucs, yeah. they continue to give quarterbacks... Uh, enough time to basically have a picnic lunch. I mean, they can have a picnic lunch in the pocket. And they continue to lose. They continue to lose, exactly. Two things you need in the NFL. Quarterback, somebody can get after the quarterback. You don't have it, you're done.
2: And the national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) You had to mention it,
1: didn't you? I had to, I had to. You see, Ben Scully said he'll never watch an NFL football game again.
2: Really? Yeah. Hey, you know what I was noticing? I was noticing during the World Series. What's that? That, um, that Sandy Koufax looks older than uh, Vince Scully.
1: He does. And Sandy Koufax is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. If that guy doesn't mess up his arm and throw as many innings as he does, man, you, you know, he's still one of the greatest, but he could have been even better.
2: Yeah, right. But he threw his arm out. Absolutely. Threw his arm out.
1: And... and Comparing the other day, Kershaw and Koufax. Kershaw's got him beat. It's amazing, but when Kershaw gets to the postseason, he's hot garbage. He's not that good.
2: And one and one more one more Red Sox mistake, I think. Uh, and then you play that music is um, um, they they have on on their payroll working in house the guy that should be the manager of the Red Sox, and then they went out and. And, and found another manager in uh, Alex Cora from the Astros, which is nothing. I, I like Alex Cora. He's a good guy, good player, knows his baseball. But you know something? Jason Veritech should be the manager of the Red Sox.
1: I tend to agree with you because you know why? Mostly, Marv, catchers are the smartest people on the baseball diamond. Right. And they usually work as uh, – they're they're usually great managers because they're analytical.
2: Absolutely. So now that I've said that, I think I hear that music. You do. (laughs) Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week. And ciao.